Hello, Women in Diplomacy listeners. We have a special treat today because we have a mini workshop episode happening with Tiffany Madden. She is a career advisor who is MBTI certified, a master of science in counseling and guidance, and just overall, I think she's the best in the biz. She is currently alumni career counselor at the USC Annenberg School for Communication and Journalism. And full disclosure, I am a graduate of the Annenberg School of Communications, but this podcast episode in no way reflects the views of the Annenberg administration. Tiffany is joining us due to her passion for helping young professionals find their voice and because she enjoys helping us find the career path that is the right fit. Welcome, Tiffany. Hi, and thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here and to be talking to you about one of my favorite subjects on the planet, which is career counseling. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I have been a career counselor for five years now. Um, I am actually in my second, you could also call it my third career. So I know quite a bit about navigating the different aspects of finding new jobs and new careers. Um, I've been with USC for about a year and a half now doing career counseling. And um, it is just a passion. Even on my days off, I'm giving people career advice because I just feel that it's so fulfilling and so important for people to find something that they really, really want to do each day that gets them out of bed, you know. So I'm so excited to be here and to talk to you more about all these great career topics. So the topic that you and I have chosen today is what are the most common mistakes that career counselors see in their office every academic year? Tell us your thoughts. Okay. Well, I first want to say caveat, um, Mistakes, we can call them that, but I don't want people to fear coming in of being, you know, busted for a mistake. It's more just they don't know any better, and so I look at it as a learning opportunity. Um, but the, I think the number one thing that I see is people just not coming to see us until the very last second. We're a resource that is here, um, and we love seeing people. That's kind of our the core of our mission is to meet with people and, and help them find their path. Uh, but, you know, once you come in, again, I don't want you to feel bad that you hadn't been in thus far. So come in, we'll start where you are, and we'll go from there. Um, I think the number two thing is coming into an appointment and having an expectation or wanting us to place them in a job or wanting us to write their resume um, or wanting us to create their LinkedIn profile. That is, that is, I think, a very short-sighted mistake um, instead of trying to learn the process because it's very important for, for me and I think for many career counselors to teach students and alumni how to do those things on their own and then let them do it moving forward because you know that the likelihood that the next job that you have is going to be the one for the next 40 years, that's very slim. So you're going to need to know how to update your resume, how to find a job on your own. So I think going in and expecting us to find them for you is just a disservice to yourself. I think another thing is um, fixating on the negative. A lot of people come in and they'll say, oh, I had this, this horrible job or I had this horrible boss or I had this horrible interview and they'll spend a lot of time talking about it. And while I do like to debrief and while I do like to get a little bit of context on their history, I think 
visit, revisiting it and revisiting it again and revisiting again is not the most productive use of time, especially since we only have a finite time together. I also think that fixating on it can shift your your prep towards something fixating on the negative, and you don't want that necessarily to come out in the interview process. So I think fix, talk about the negative, learn from it, and then move on to the positive, which is that next job that's going to be better. And then I think one of the last things, and you can ask me any expanded questions on this, but the last thing is not taking some form of notes. It kind of surprises me when a student or an alum will come in and meet with me and we will be talking about detailed action items that they need to be doing to move forward and they have not brought in a computer, an iPad, a piece of pen, a piece of paper and a pen and they're not actually jotting down these ideas that we've worked so hard to brainstorm together. So I think just taking notes and really taking that seriously is is the last mistake that, that I see. This is what I'm talking about, guys. Tiffany Madden does career counseling for the modern age. I love how you brought up that we won't have the same one job for the next 40 years. And so it's important for us to be able to um, quote unquote, learn how to fish and sustain ourselves in the job search. Definitely when you are looking at finding help from your college campus career advisor, make sure that your career advisor is someone who is in the 21st century, <laughs> like <laughs> Tiffany. So thank you so much. Um, I just thought of one other thing, so actually, now that you mentioned that not having the next job for the next 40 years, one last thing that I want to add is students and alum who come into my office or who get on the phone with me who are putting an immense, just immense and intense, I know that's alliteration, but immense and intense amount of pressure on themselves with this next career decision. I think putting that pressure as if it is a lifelong, earth-shattering, it's going to rock my world for the next 50 years decision can be a little, a lot, overwhelming and daunting. So really taking it and putting it into the context of this is my next career decision. And yes, it might have an impact on the career decision after that and the career decision after that. It's not going to have such a, you know, huge, huge effect that it's not something that cannot be changed or shifted later on in time. I think the the latest statistic is that people are going to have nine careers in their life, especially the the generation Y, generation Z. So it it just I think that should help students and alum just kind of take pause and think, okay, I can make this next career decision, and no matter what decision I make, I'm going to learn from it. Either it's going to help as a building block, or it's going to help me pivot because it's something that I don't want to do. So I just think that coming in with that attitude is a, a good thing to do. Mm -hmm. It's really important that we're in the right mindset to go job searching because that can influence a lot. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even that can affect the interview process, actually. You know, in the interview process, you don't want to come across as desperate because you're thinking, oh, my gosh, I have to have this job. If I don't have this job, there will, there's never any job ever on the planet that will be this job. Well, it you're putting too much pressure on that job, even though there are other jobs out there and other career opportunities out there. So I just think 
you're going to live a happier life by just looking at your career as an important aspect, but not the only aspect of what makes you whole. This is really encouraging. And this is very constructive advice. Can we go back to what you said about taking notes and bringing in a pen and a notepad? So would you suggest that we treat this meeting with our career counselors as almost prep for a meeting for our future job? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I think I I would advise this in any type of meeting, if it's an informational interview that you're doing, if you're meeting, if you're meeting with a supervisor, I would absolutely say bring in a pad of paper and a pen or bring a computer, because I can tell you even as a supervisor, it is frustrating whenever I'm walking through, walking a project out and walking the step-by-steps through with an employee, and I don't mind questions. I welcome constructive questions. What's, what is frustrating and what can be frustrating as a career counselor, it can be frustrating just in just about any setting, is when you're repeating the same exact data that you've just said, and if they would have written it down and looked at it again, they would have seen it in black and white or print or you know, on the computer screen. So I think I think that it's just, it's efficient, it's respectful of the other person's time to not ask the same repetitive questions. Now, getting clarification questions is totally fine. And, and getting a deeper understanding of what I might have said is totally fine. But if I say, you should write this cover letter, why don't you try to get it to me by Thursday, and then you email me an hour later after you've left the meeting saying, what day did you want it to me by? You know, that just, it's not very, um, it's not very respectful, I would say, and it's not very efficient since it was very clear that I said, oh, by Thursday. And I, I'll still answer you. It just, it's just not um, the most respectful and most professional way to go about a meeting. This has been so helpful to hear the most common mistakes that us as students are making as we go into our career counselor's offices. Thank you so much, Tiffany. You're welcome. Stay tuned for future mini episodes with Tiffany Madden.